things first. This is about truth telling. I have no agenda. Zero. I always have questions. What's the problem? That's just who I am. This is what no mercy is all about. Hey, here I come. You can book it. Ah. This is the moment of a lifetime. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high? Breath taking a move that I make. I give it everything I got. Cause that what it takes. I push the limit till it break. The heart of the brave. The soul of a legend with the will to be great. Hold up. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the latest edition of No Mercy with yours truly, Stephen A. Smith, coming at you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as I love to do, as I will continue to love to do, while I do my best to entertain, inform, and edify an audience that has graced me with your presence listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. I got a lot of things on my mind, and this is one of those rare occasions where I'm not interested in having a guest. Because Kanye West... When you decide to talk about him, there is no guest that is needed, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to say something. And we're not stepping over the line by saying what I'm about to say. The brother's different. He's different. And damn it, to say he's different, they ain't always a compliment. It depends on who you listening to. It depends on who you're talking to. It ain't always a compliment. At this particular juncture, at this particular moment in time, Kanye seems to have lost his damn mind. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. But it certainly appears that he just doesn't seem like he's all there right now. He's got a lot of things on his mind, ladies and gentlemen. He truly, truly does. I mean, just last week, we had a situation where the ninth edition of his fashion week in Paris, Kanye's fashion week in Paris. He created a whole brouhaha by wearing a shirt that said white lives matter. To add on top of that, he had noted conservative zealot, Mrs. Candace Owens, wearing a white lives matter shirt herself. She's got a podcast. You can find it. She's got a lot to say herself. And uh, because Kanye West, more so than her, was wearing that shirt, it created a huge uproar. Folks were reminded that John Legend's relationship, his friendship with Kanye West, reportedly he had ended when he didn't support Kanye's presidential run back in the day, a few years back. Nicki Minaj appeared to call Kanye West a clown wants to go after cutting the monster from festival set. Kanye West once had a beef with Drake and supposedly he wanted to end that feud. He's calling out magazine editors and stuff like that. Gabriella Karifa Johnson, Gigi Hadid. He's going on Fox News doing interviews with Tucker Carlson, defending his willingness to wear that shirt talking about how folks are constantly attacking him. Using that as rationale and reasons as to why he attacks back. 
And when I say attack, I mean attack. He goes out to everybody. The ex-wife and mother of his four kids. Her family. Hell, this man just went after Ivanka Trump's husband, Jared Kushner. Because he didn't like the fact that he found out that Jared Kushner owned 10% of a company he helped start with his now ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. No one seems safe from the wrath of Kanye West. And as of just a couple of days ago, not even the one and only P. Diddy himself. P. Diddy didn't like the fact that Kanye West wore a lot White Lives Matter t-shirt. P. Diddy didn't like the fact that Kanye West once pushed the narrative about potentially ending the Black Lives Matter movement. Kanye West labeled the Black Lives Matter movement as a scam, actually, following his Parish Fashion Week. Yeezy presentation showcasing the White Lives Matter gear. In a text to P. Diddy, Kanye wrote, listen to this, y'all. I didn't like our convo. I'm selling these tees. Nobody gets in between me and my money. This is my grandfather texting you now. Never call me with no bullshit like that again unless you ready to green light me. Because anybody who got on that tee is me. Out of respect for everything you've meant to me, I'll be quiet as Virgil. But now I know how I've hurt people I love with threats. Come do something illegal to me now, please. That's what he said. That's what he said. P. Diddy was like, look, man, as soon as I land, we'll meet face to face. Send me an address. Kanye, N-word. F you, you fed. This is what he said. According to the reports, I'm reading it right here. P. Diddy has a private text message with Kanye West. Kanye West tells the world. See, for me, if ever there's a sign to shut somebody down and to cut them off, that's, that's when you do that. When you can't have a private conversation and people divulge private conversations to the public stratosphere, you cut them the hell off. And you don't think twice about it. Because Kanye West evidently has no filter. Kanye West evidently doesn't give a damn about anybody. He keeps saying he doesn't care about what anybody thinks. Just God. Because this is why I do it, because of God. That's what he told Tucker Carlson last week on Fox News, Thursday and Friday. But in the same breath, he said that when people call him crazy, it hurts his feelings. How do you think P. Diddy's feeling right now? How do you think Kim Kardashian's feeling right now? Shouldn't P. Diddy look at that as betrayal? I would. What about your children? Because somewhere along the way, you're talking about their mother. And if they're not old enough to know now, because I, I don't recall the ages of his children. And I'm not asking because I don't want to bring them up because I'm not going that route. And I'm not trying to label Kanye West one way or another as a father. That is not my place. I would not disrespect that brother like that. I'm not going to do that. No matter how people would want me to do that. That's not happening. I respect his music. I respect his greatness as an artist. I also respect his right to speak his mind. 
But that doesn't mean we can't point out when you cross in the damn line. Oh, we could do that. When you sit up there and you getting in an argument with somebody, in this case, it could have been P. Diddy, it could have been somebody else. Come smack me or come shoot me. I'm the one that got bullied by the entire black celebrity community. Now I'm back to shoot the school up. Come on, bro. What you doing? You can't say that. You can't do something like that. And a lot of people keep their distance. But let me be very, very clear. One of the reasons that I want to talk about, well, I want to talk about Kanye in this podcast because I wanted to let y'all know something that's going to be a very uncomfortable truth for you to accept. But accept that you must because it is the truth. I just read those things. If, some, if I said something like that at ESPN, it's an automatic suspension or a firing. I own this podcast. I'm in 100% control of the content on this podcast. And damn it, you might have distributors wanting to pull a plug if I said something like this. So how the hell does Kanye get away with it? How? I'll tell you how. Because he's worth $6.6 billion. Because he's an honest, he's, a, he's an, I'm sorry, he's an artist that doesn't necessarily have a definitive employer. He's already got enough money for future generations. You can't compromise his quality of life. So what you gonna do to him? That's why I'm talking about him on this podcast right now. Not to talk about him per se, but to let you know specifically, he's not going away. Somebody better brace yourself. Cause Kanye's on the loose. Now I know that's not a popular thing to say. Hell, I ain't happy to say it. I got producers and writers and people that I employ right here with me. My man Michael, Sherry, Rashawn, Terry, Greg, the whole crew. I ain't saying it to applaud the brother. I ain't saying it because I'm happy about it. I'm not saying it because we should like what we're hearing from him. We should be very alarmed. I'm scared of what the hell he's going to do next. You know good and damn well when you wear a White Lives Matter shirt, you're basically telling the black community to kiss off. You're forgetting you never get to escape the black community. You'll always be that. I don't care whether you one third or two fifths or three fifths of a human being in some people's eyes. You black, you black. Light skin, caramel, dark skin, purple, it don't matter. And that's not to sit up there and to say that all white folks think a certain way and all black folks are right and all black white folks are wrong. Steve, Stephen, they don't play that game. I see plenty of stuff that I see black people doing that I don't like. But those are some black people. I see plenty of things that I see white folks do. Those are some white people. When we talk about the system itself, the only reason why we're sitting there and pointing at it is the white man per se is because that's been the dominant power source over hovering over the system for centuries. That's why. And as black politicians come into the fold and they conduct themselves in just as of a corrupt way as those white folks, we'll be talking about them too. But Kanye, a different animal. 
Because you see, the politicians need us. Kanye may have needed us before. He don't need us now. Because if he lost everything, he still got $6.6 billion. And at the end of the day, when you can't compromise someone's quality of life, there's very, very little you can do to them unless they care to allow you to do something to them. I watched Floyd Money Mayweather do an interview one time. Floyd Money Mayweather, for those of you who don't know sports, is a former undisputed champion in the world of boxing, retired at 50-0, and 0, um, one of the greatest fighters to have ever graced the sport of boxing, a Hall of Famer, without question. Floyd Money Mayweather, who flaunts his money unapologetically, once said this, true freedom is getting up when you want to and going to sleep when you want to. I thought about that simple statement, but I'll be damned if it ain't true. When you can get up when you want to go to sleep when you want to, you don't have to worry about your quality of life being compromised. That's a source of freedom to a lot of human beings. Guess what? That's applicable to Kanye West. He's not going away. Right now, he seems to be on a path. You can call it a path of destruction. He'll call it a path of enlightenment. I call it a path of vengeance. Whether it's the black community he wants to malign for the Black Lives Matter movement, or it's his ex-wife because of her decisions and behavior that he's lamented. It's the people close to her that he wants to call out. It's folks associated with former President Trump, like Jared Kushner, even though he has no problem against the bank, he has no problem against Donald Trump. He's got a problem against Kushner. Then he got a problem against P. Diddy or whomever else. He seems a bit loose. He don't seem to be playing. Should he be reined in? Can he be reined in? Is it even possible? Should we even care? There's a lot to unpack and unfold where this brother is concerned. And I will in just a minute. You're listening to No Mercy with Stephen A. Back with more in a tick. This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh-huh. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high? Welcome back to No Mercy with yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. Talking about Kanye West and some of the things that he's been embroiled in, particularly over the last few days. Just to make sure that we dot our I's and cross our T's, because we always want to be fair here and responsible as we possibly can. According to Forbes magazine, I'm a bit off. Kanye West is not worth $6.6 billion. He's worth $7 billion, right? So you can add at least $400 million to the number that I originally had, okay? That's what Kanye worth is worth. Kanye West is worth $7 billion. Listening to Kanye, I think I saw some place where he said he was worth $10 billion. I don't know. He would. That's his business. Here's what's our business. On Instagram, he has 18.1 million followers. On Twitter, he has 31.3 million followers. Ladies and gentlemen, that equates to 49.4 million followers on two 
social media platforms alone. It doesn't bring up Facebook. It doesn't bring up TikTok, which is very, very popular, obviously. It doesn't bring up LinkedIn. It doesn't bring up a whole lot of stuff. I just gave you two. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but does that seem like a brother that's going away to you? Now, of course, there are people who think he should be reined in. Because when you talk about shooting up schools, whether he meant it literally or just speaking metaphorically, it's just something that's inappropriate to say in this day and age, y'all. Uvalde, Texas, Colorado, Florida. Come on, y'all. We've seen enough mass shootings for you to know better than making statements like that. I'm not accusing him of meaning it literally. I don't know. El Paso, let's not forget that either. I'm not accusing the man of intentionally inciting such thoughts in our head. But damn, considering what we've witnessed, hey, I ain't even bringing Sandy Hook. Well, little kids were murdered. Well, we had a president on a podium, literally wiping away tears as he read their names when Obama was in office. We're talking about some tragic, tragic stuff. We're talking about issues of gun control because that sparked it. That evokes people talking about their Second Amendment rights. We've got people looking at statistics every day in their respective cities, looking at crime elevating. In New York City, for example, where I'm at, murders are down, but not theft, not robbery, not larceny, not overall violence. The reality of the situation is, is that the world appears to be in chaos. And I'm not taking sides, Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal. I'm not taking sides. I'm saying, damn, can we find a way to come together so we can live in some peace and that way we can have disagreements without worrying about our lives being in danger because of it? It would be nice. It would be nice. So the question is, is Kanye West, yay, contributing to that, meaning contributing to it in a positive way, or is he not? I would say no. Because the very, very person that's talking about how he's hurt when people call him crazy or call him names is the, is the very person that's hurting other people. Because we're witnessing, believe it or not, his greatness and his influence and his power become transferred into an abuse of power. He knows you can't get rid of him. When he wore those White Lives Matter shirts. Ladies and gentlemen, just a little statistic that you may not know. Did you know that white folks still make up the majority of the population in the United States of America? Yeah, once upon a time, it was in the 80 percentile, mid-80s. Then it dwindled down to the 70s. As recently as about two, three years ago or so, the white population in the United States purportedly, according to the Census Bureau reports, had dwindled to near 60% and sliding. But nobody else was at 50%. Not even 40%. The fact of the matter is, the vast majority of, of American citizens are white. 
So when you show up at Paris Fashion Week with t-shirts about White Lives Matter, guess what? It's going to sell. It's going to sell. And you know what the brilliance about it was? No matter how much we want to taint it and frown upon it and literally cringe over it, it says white lives matter. It didn't say white American lives matter. Folks in France are white. Folks in England are white. You got some folks in Dubai that are white. All of Africa. All over the place. Got white lives matter. It's going to sell. He's going to make money. And that's what we got to pay attention to. He's not going away. And he's not going away because at least 49.4 million people said we don't want him to go away. We want to listen to what he has to say. We want to listen to why he has to say it. We want to hear his music. We want to go to his concerts. We want to buy his paraphernalia and his product. And last time I checked, When it comes to money, usually moral authority isn't associated with it. So if people in positions of power and influence because of the money that they generate, the revenue that they bring in, doesn't operate under or a a, a structure of morality and decency, how the hell is anybody going to really do anything to Kanye West? We can complain. We can go off. We can lament how pathetic things are right now. What the hell is this man going to do about it? Is he going to change his way? Is he going to stop going at the mother of his child? Is he going to stop going after their family members and the family members are going to stop going after him? Is he going to stop going after ex-boyfriends of his ex-wife? Is he going to stop going after fellow contemporaries in the music industry who've had nothing but love? for him and have supported him and believe in him and just want him to remember who the hell he is? Got all of those questions. Whole bunch of people are interested in the answers, except for Kanye West. He appears to be interested in his own answers. And unless he's able to be reined in by love, by affection, by fear, whatever emotion, you want to bring to the table to somehow contain him to some degree. He's not going away. And you know what the scariest part about it all is? The number one way to get Kanye West to lose it even more is to tell him you're trying to contain him. This dude believes in his heart of hearts. He is a rebel. He reminded us all his father's a former member of the Black Panther Party. He comes from a certain place. He's not going away. Whatever damage that's going to do remains to be seen. But I've got some ideas. And I'll break it down to you in a few minutes right here on No Mercy with Stephen A. Don't touch that dial. This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh-huh. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high? Welcome back to No Mercy, right here with Stephen A. Smith. I got into 
the social media of Kanye West because I think it's important. Brother Kanye on another level. He's on another level. There's no other way to slice it. First, he was, you know, he was removed from Instagram. You thought he just worked right all over to Twitter, but check this out. Twitter has now suspended Kanye West. After Kanye West, early, early Sunday morning, wrote that he wanted to go, quote, death con three, end quote, on Jews. Just hours after Elon Musk welcomed him back to the platform. I'm reading from the New York Post. In a bizarre and vile, and vile rant, the rapper, also known as Ye, wrote, quote, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. That's what he wrote. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. He's just been going off. He's been going off the rails. A lot of people are looking at them right now and they're saying, this is unbelievable. They're going to bring up the bipolar disorder. They're going to bring up mental illness. They're going to bring up a lot of things that Kanye West is definitely going to push back on. There's no question about it. There's no telling where the hell this is going to go. But death, death con three to Jewish people. And then listen to this part. The funny thing is, I'm reading from his tweet. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. I'm going to take a deep breath on that one. At least for a second. You know, we can get into the pomp and circumstance all we want to. We can lament the kind of voice that he has all we want to. We can do all of that. Or we could just be real and honest about what the hell is going on. We can get in all of that. We can get in it. 18.1 million social media followers on Instagram for Kanye West. 31.3 million on Twitter. 18.1 actually. So that's 49.4 million on two social media platforms. The man is an incredibly influential individual. And people think that he needs to be reeled in. Once upon a time, he confessed that he's got bipolar disorder. He's also revealed that he doesn't take his medication. His ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, pointed out that, you know, it's manageable. At one time, she said that when they were together. That's not what she's saying now. And he doesn't seem to care. And so where does that leave the rest of us? I'm not as negative about everything, believe it or not, as everybody else is. Sometimes I look at the provocateurs of conversation and dialogue, the people who incite us to tackle the issues that we may really need to tackle. Without absolving him from any blame, without trying to paint him as some hero or a superhero like he called former President Donald Trump, we just got to pay attention to the impact that he has and appreciate it on that level to understand what we got to deal with because they're not going away. Kanye West is not going away. He's worth $7 billion according to Forbes. Where do you think the money disappears? Do you have any idea what amount of businesses he's invested in that's going to give him money without you even knowing he's involved? If Jared Kushner has 10% ownership in Kim Kardashian's company, where do you think Kanye West got his money invested in? 
You have any idea? I don't. Most people in this country, if not this world, who are making money, you don't know how the hell they're making money. Ladies and gentlemen, can I go to route of politicians? Barack Obama was a community organizer. He became the president of the United States. What's the salary of the president? What's that, 400000 But he, 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 he's, not, he's not living in the poorhouse, ladies and gentlemen. He, he's good. I ain't going to speculate about his personal business like that, but I saw, I saw videos and footage of the house. He, he, he's all right. Bill Clinton, he was president once too. Former governor of Arkansas. Remember him? Ken, president of the United States. Clinton Foundation. I read one time worth over $200 million. You see senators and, and congressional figures on all types of committees. The Senate Finance Committee. The Armed Services Committee and stuff like that. And somehow, some way, they walking away. And, 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 and for some reason, they, they, they walk away with more money than they came into office with. We got one senator who recently announced his retirement because he's about to take over the presidency at the University of Florida. Everywhere you turn, folks find different avenues of revenue, and we have no idea. Why do you think that people, meaning American citizens throughout this country, lament the fact that we got politicians that, you know, and we got Folks that are making boatloads of money, the rich and famous as they call them, they're not, a, they're not paying their fair share taxes. Remember when Warren Buffett, who's worth billions, came out and acknowledged and admitted he barely paid taxes because he's allowed to designate himself as an employee of one of his companies. And he paid taxes on that. Not on the capital gains or a boatload of other stuff that his money was funneling out of. He told us this. I don't have the story right in front of me, but he told us this. We got presidential speeches that are topping out at 750000 a pop. And if you get paid 750000 a pop for a speech, ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama no longer has to justify how he got his money because we know that brother could give a speech. Trump, not so sure. Bush, not so sure. Clinton, it's a bit older now than he used to be. Those windpipes don't seem as vibrant, per se. But Barack Obama, that brother worth $750,000 for a speech. That man can give a speech. You can say what you want. He can give a speech. The point that I'm trying to make to all of this is that we don't know how much money Kanye West is truly worth, and we don't know how much money he's going to earn in the future. All we know is that he ain't going to be broke. And if he's not broken, he doesn't have to worry about his quality of life being compromised. He's going to say what the hell he wants, when he wants to say it, how he wants to say it to him, to whomever he damn well please. And isn't that the way of the world? We got YouTubers saying what the hell they want. Kim Kardashian ignited her billionaire resume via social media. How many endorsements does Shaq have? What about Snoop Dogg and his followers? Social media, as Snoop explained over a week ago, 
is what provides you the independence that you covet and ultimately the freedom that you believe you deserve. And when you have that, you have a voice. And when you have a voice, the only thing that can silence you is death. And hell, considering how Mike, how popular Michael Jackson, Tupac, and Biggie are in death, we can't even say death, silence, death silences anybody. So what you going to do about Kanye? To me, my suggestion would be compartmentalize. When he alludes to the shootings, that's problematic. Say so. And highlight how unacceptable it is. When he's calling out the mother of his children, say, yo, could you think about the kids? Because we know you love them. They're yours. When you want to go off on P. Diddy, all P. Diddy said is that he want to talk to you because what you're doing might be a disservice to the black community. Hey, my man, have a conversation. But the reality is, is that somewhere along the way, we might be able to peel off points. If he's talking about education and welfare, and he's talking about the economic circumstances of the African-American community, and he's talking about not having a definitive reliance on one party over another, he might be bringing up points that are worth listening to, even though he himself is someone you might not want to listen to. That's what I try to do, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I watch Fox News and CNN. That's why I read the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. That's why I work for ESPN and still do my own podcast that has no relationship with ESPN. Because you want to express yourself and express your thoughts and opinion in a way that will resonate to folks that you want to reach. Kanye West just happens to have that at his disposal. And we're all going to have to learn to deal with it. Because as I said to y'all before, he ain't going away. No matter what some people may want. So you're going to have to learn to deal with what he says. Instead of the fact that it's him saying it. You might not think you have to. But at least 49.4 million people in this country say otherwise. And that's just a few of them. That's why he can have his own show in Paris. And we only get to read about it over here in the United States of America. That's how it goes, y'all. That's just how it goes. I'm out of here. Appreciate the time. As always, very, very thankful and gracious to the listeners to tune in to the No Mercy podcast with yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. I'll be coming back with more every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Don't miss it. And don't ever forget when I tell you this. Regardless of what kind of career I have, always remember, you don't have to know sports to know mercy. Peace and love, everybody. Until next time. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey company in association with Stephen A. Podcast Productions. Episodes of No Mercy are available now for free wherever you get your podcast.